Welcome to another episode of Rich State of Mind, where I'm interviewing Shanae Ames. Shanae shares her personal assistant and resume building business called MS Everyone Assistant. For those of you looking to monetize your administrative and organizing skills, this is the episode for you. For those of you looking to minimize your tasks by outsourcing them, this is also an episode for you as well. Thank you for listening. Please visit our site at www.richstateofmind.com where we provide content on real estate, personal finances, and self-development. Share your story and information by posting a blog on our site so that the Rich State of Mind community continues to grow in knowledge. You can also follow our Instagram page at rich underscore state brand to find out about exclusive offers and discount promotions for our apparel. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast because it's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other outlets. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And thank you for listening. All right, Shanae, I appreciate you taking this time this evening to uh, join us on the Rich State of Mind podcast. If you could, please tell us a little bit about yourself. I am Shanae Ames. I am originally from Portsmouth, Virginia. I've been in the United States Navy for 21 years. I plan to retire this year come September. Um, I have two beautiful children, a girl and a boy. I have been plenty of places, um, a lot of places overseas, Japan, Bahrain, Jabal Ali, Seychelles, which I love. Oh, you were stationed out there? I was not stationed out here. I just visited. And that is oh. one place that I want to go back to. It was beautiful. And then I was stationed DC and then came back home to Virginia to finally retire. I'm jealous you went to Seychelles. I never got the chance to go. So you're a shellback. Yes. How do you know? <laughs> yeah. Yes, definitely. Listen, if you ever have an opportunity to go somewhere, just you and your lady, trust me, you need to go to Seychelles. It's so relaxing. I now it's going to cost you some money, but it's worth it. It's worth it. What currency do they use? I don't even remember. <laughs> yeah, probably pounds. But yeah, I'm a blue. I'm a blue nose, so I went above the. Uh, I went to the Arctic Circle, so I'm a blue nose. So uh, okay. Not too many okay. people say to say they're blue nose, but I'm. I like warm weather. I don't really. I don't like going up north like that. So I would have loved to have gone to Seychelles. But you're from New York, so how do you not like cold mm, weather? I don't like <laughs> it. That's why I want to retire in Los Angeles, and everybody's okay. like, it's, it's too expensive. I like being warm all year round. And my birthday's in December. Amir's birthday's in December, too. So we, we're trying to be warm in our birthdays. See, I'm a Sagittarius, too. Okay, what's your birthday? December 13th. Wow, see? <laughs> see I, we knew we liked you for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and then, I mean, I was San Diego was lovely, too. I'm not going to lie. San Diego was, like, one of a kind. It's not too hot, not too cold. It's in the middle. It's in the middle. So throughout, yeah, your, yeah. throughout your years in the Navy, 
how did you come up to the business that you um, started? So I will say, um, so I'm going to go back to my high school days. Okay. So I was in the ROTC, um, Air Force ROTC for four years in high school. And in that time frame, the crazy part is I knew what I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to join the military. Most people is like, eh, you know, I don't know what I want to do, but I knew I wanted to join the military. Now, when I didn't, however, graduated, my mom told me that summer, listen, the kids go back to school in September and you're going somewhere in September. So at that point, I'm like, oh man. So she's gonna enjoy your, you know, summer, but that's it. So I will say at that point, um, I joined the military, left, you know, went to pretty much a school and everything. And then from there, got shipped out to the shipyard, Newport News shipyard. Was in there for a good two years. And then we left and went to, um, did a home port change and went to San Diego. So to be honest, I have been on my grind since I was in high school. Um, it was just, a, honestly, it was a matter of just finding my purpose in life and saying, listen, what is it, what is it that you really want to do? And I love what I do. I have a passion for what I do. So a lot of times people may say, man, you know, it, it's take, it's taking her. She might've sent me a drive and now I sent her back to drive and it's taking her another three days because I am a person that drives off of perfection. Now, don't get me wrong. That probably comes from my flag rider duties in the military because of working with high level flag officers, you have to make sure you double check three, four times. Three, yeah, you have to quadruple check. Right. And you sometimes you got to have somebody check behind you just to make sure, because the one thing that you don't want to do, you don't want them to show up in a meeting and they're looking bad because that shows that, you know, we're a team that makes me look bad as well. So I will say that actually pushed me. The flag rider thing pushed me to say, you know what, this is something you really love doing. Why are you not doing this for your own business? And so what is the name so of your business? Was, I failed to mention that earlier so that everybody can know. You said I failed what? To mention, I failed to mention earlier the name of your business. What's the name of your business? Oh, so no, that's fine. My, the name of my business is M&S Everyone Assistant. A lot of people's like, what? What, what? what does that come from? What is that? So M&S is what you, me and you was talking about earlier, leaving something for my children. It's a legacy for my children. Now, will they continue on with this business? I don't know. However, the name speaks for itself. So the M is for my son's name, Messiah, and the S is for my daughter name, Shariah. Um, everyone assistant is meaning when it comes down to anything dealing with paperwork, contact me. I got you. It's, it's nothing that I have not had run across at all. It's, it's out there. So that's what everyone assistant means. So I'm not just limiting myself to certain services. It could be anything. And if you need it, just call me. I've even gotten down to the point now that I've reorganized people closets. Um, <laughs> I've re reorganized people garages. <laughs> reorganized people offices. So that's what I mean by everyone assistant. So because it's a broad Thing. It's not just what I usually have listed on my IG. It's a broad amount of services that I can provide for people. And for those that don't know, um, 
what Sinead does have listed is startup consulting, book cleanup, bookkeeping, data entry, quick book setup, receipt management, resumes. I thought that was pretty cool. Short form taxes. So uh, in that realm, but then she also just explained that she actually handles things that are way broader. So uh, the personal assistant business, you a lot of, I guess a lot of people would assume that a lot of only rich people would have something like that, but you, uh, you make it seem like it's pretty affordable and pretty, it could be very common because I think even pe people like for me and Amira's, uh, me and Amira's level, we could use help if we would pay for it. <laughs> we, we could pay for it uh, because people have lives. We still got nine to fives. And That's so right. to work on a, when you want a side hustle to be your main hustle, you are putting a lot of energy into that side hustle. And Definitely. you got kids, you got, you know, your family. So that's something definitely that I think people should take in consideration and try to budget for. Uh, you have definitely. like your, uh, your prices, I guess your prices, do they vary or are they flat rate based off particular categories? So the prices do vary. Um, the flyer that um, I sent to Amira is actually, that price actually starts off, that's the weekly price. Um, and that price is based off of bookkeeping. Um, I, it varies depending on what services you would like, like right now for February, I'm running a resume special. Um, and the resume chef special is this long and short resumes. Um, the two page max is $25. Um, the government re resumes is $40. Uh, now most people ask me why is the government resumes so much money? Like, why is it more than that? And I'm gonna tell you why. So to be honest, the government resumes, especially dealing with like USA jobs, which majority of the jobs government wise, they require that they require key words. People don't realize that it's key words to even get you to the interview. If you don't even get to the interview, you're not even in the door. So it's keywords that you have to put in there. And it's not no secret of what the words are. However, those words are certain words that you have to use throughout your resume. So in certain sentences, it's certain sentences that you have to, it's worded, you know, certain ways. If you don't know how to put the wording in there, it's, some people don't, they talk like they, I'm not gonna say, you know, like they can't really talk, but some people talk, and then they write the same way. Yeah, I get you so, saying. Though they talk like they you know text. It's, it's kind of hard. So it's kind of hard to put down what you actually is trying to say, mm -hmm. you know, in words, if you talk a certain way. And it's, and it's a, a certain dialect. That's really what it is. A certain dialect that most people, you know, use. So what I try to do is I take the business side and I put keywords in that I know, depending on what type of job you're looking for. And that's what makes me, that makes the resume pick up in the system right now um and i'm not i'm gonna knock on wood i'm gonna have to knock on this wood but right now every single resume that i have done for someone in usa jobs they have gotten the job awesome they have called me back and said i got the job this is family members friends so like i said i gotta knock on wood because i don't want to jinx myself on that one but i will say that i've been blessed to say you know it speaks for itself um now, the long and short resumes is for different civilian jobs. Um, let's say sanitary hospital that you want to apply for. Short resumes is kind of 
let's say you have a teenager or you have an 18 or 19 year old that's never had a job before, but let's say they volunteer for so many different activities, maybe from school, maybe in nursing homes, that I can incorporate all of those different things that they actually have accomplished, even certificates that they might've done. Um, and, a, and, a, and put that in a resume just for a particular job because they don't have any experience. All they have is, you know, volunteer work or something like yeah. that. So that's a good way to think outside the box. I just went, I just, yes, exactly. You got it. Um, now, also, I do business resumes as well. And business resumes is more or less promoting your business. So So I also do business resumes. So business resumes is when you're trying to promote your business um, and you really don't know how to promote it in a way. Let's say you have a cleaning business and you're trying to get a contract, you know, for that cleaning business with the city. They want to know what, what are your service, not just what your services that you provide, but what do you bring to the table? What are your certificates, you know, credentials? So I also provide business resumes as well. And I'm going to tell you. Business resumes are a little different because at that point, I need to find out what your objectives is for your business, your mission statement for your business. I need to pretty much find out, you know, how many years have you been doing this? Because these for contractors and, you know, a lot of times, especially I'm pretty sure you didn't see with government contracts when people trying to come in our buildings and clean them. They got to have certain clearances, different things of, you know, their cohort, the workers that's coming in. So and a lot of people bid for those contracts. So they're, they're like, you know, really fighting for that contract. So you want to make sure that your business resume is looking good as well. So that, Hey, you're the contract that they pick up. Cause I was just about to ask you, like, how do you know how to put together such a, a well-received um, resume, but you, you require that information from the, uh, the applicant. Yes. And so that actually allows you to, and I consider that a skill because I don't think everybody could just sit here and put together a resume to where somebody be like, yo, I, this guy sounds like, or guy, girl sounds like they're really the, the hot stuff. Yes. Yeah. I mean, and I make it uh, like, I make it affordable. Um, as you stated earlier, most people would think like, hold on, you, they need an assistant. That's like for rich people or like celebrities or something like that. But I do, the way I offer it is I have some customers that only need it on a monthly basis. Then I have some customers that's like, hey, I can kind of flow with this. I need this once a year or I need this quarterly every six months. So I break down my rates according to their needs. Mm -hmm. And how do you manage? How do you manage uh, different clients? Because uh, like you have your job. So like you kind of schedule block times for them or. So there is block times. Um, my kids are very active. Both of them are athletic. So I have times that I do block out through the week. So on Tuesdays and Thursdays, it's pretty much practices and everything for them. Um, mm -hmm. Sundays is our family day. So what I usually do on Fridays, Saturdays, um, Mondays is when I may take new new business and I pretty much just kind of go over different things that I might need to do throughout that week. So Mondays is what I go over throughout the week. Tuesdays and Thursdays, like I said, I don't do anything because my kids is in their athletic activities. And Wednesdays is what I usually do to try to promote my business. You will see me promoting a lot on Wednesdays. Um, and then, like I said, on Fridays and Saturdays is when I usually go out to different people to say, you know, hey, this, if, you know, consult. I do consults. Mm -hmm. 
every now and then I may have someone just depending on, you know, what they may need. They may say, you know, I need you to come on Wednesday morning. And at that point, because I'm about to retire, I just take off. <laughs> I just, you know, I just take off. I mean, and depending on whatever day they may need me, I just usually just take off. I provide that time for them because the Navy also understands, and I think they do a great job in trying to prepare us for the next career path that we may have. Mm-hmm. Some people, you know, don't agree with it, but I think I've been blessed to say I've been I've been able to prepare for that next career path that I have. So when it comes, and my, my job knows that I'm running a business as well. So when it comes to, you know, hey, I have someone, matter of fact, I think that, yeah, the time that I had to re- reorganize someone's garage was on a Thursday and I took off that entire Thursday. And so I, you, I know you just, you mentioned earlier, you say some people may feel otherwise. I think the only people that feel otherwise is the ones that try to retire on sea duty and they have to get underway and they can't, they, they like, they'll miss job yes. interviews and stuff like that. So yes. I always, yes. I would do back to back CD just to make sure I retire on shore duty. Cause it is a, it's a great transition that I, when I was on shore duty, I saw a lot of guys that transferred. I mean, I trans separated, retired. It's a whole, it's, it's very smooth. And I appreciate how the Navy does advocate that. Mm-hmm. Like, Hey, do what you got to do. Go to your job interview. Make sure you can, cause a lot of people still in a, obviously are working after they get out. Um, some people wouldn't even know what to do with themselves if they didn't work. Um, so That's true. That's true. I mean, and, and like you said, it, it gets, I've seen people where they were overseas and they didn't get back in a certain amount of time from overseas to kind of transition smoothly. So that's why I said, I'm, I'm blessed. I'm, I'm not the average. I'm blessed to be able to have the job and the capabilities to, you know, flow right into what my passion really is. And so also you said that you do receipt management. Receipt, yes, receipt management. So, okay, let me tell you, I have seen some horrible stories. Um, <laughs> one of my clients, I'm pretty sure she's not going to listen to this, but one of my clients had, she had 25, no, it was 27. I'm sorry, because she found two more. 27 boxes of receipts. No lie, I'm not lying. Um, and I'm like, why do you have all of these receipts when you do know, and she, she has a, you know, she has a business, but she had all of the receipts and boxes because she didn't know how to organize them. So what I did was there's an app and I, I'm, now I'm giving people kind of a look, I'm not going to tell them what the app is, but I'm giving people kind of a hint that they can maybe do this themselves instead of paying me to do this, but I'm not, I'm not going to give y'all the app. So <laughs> what I did was I took all of her receipts, laid them out by months in a year. And it's an app that you can scan each receipt and it saves it. And then it uploads it in QuickBooks for you. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't help but say it. You, you had to say it. It uploads you in QuickBooks for you. And at that point, what it does is every receipt that she had, she can shred it at that point because it's safe in the database. Um, Her biggest thing was she travels a lot and it's for her business, for her traveling. She's a consultant. I'm a life coach. So she does a lot of traveling. But in the matter of her traveling, she does a lot of 
uh, business meetings at restaurants. She actually holds a lot of, you know, business meetings at different hotels. All of those are receipts that she's supposed to be keeping. They were in a box, 27 different boxes. And I'm not going to put her name out there because she's well known. But the thing is like, so that's what receipt management is, is pretty much finding a way to kind of get you on the path that you're able to keep up with it without me. So once I downloaded the app on her phone, every receipt she got, she scanned it, she shredded it. And she, she keeps going there. Now she really only needs me to kind of label them and put them because she don't have the time to put them in the months, you know, okay. because she has so many. So I break it down for her in months once she, she scans it. But other than that, she has it. So that's what receipt management is. Um, also receipt management could be people that own their business. Like another lady, she has a tax firm. Guess what? You're doing taxes for people. And it's a lot of paperwork that comes with that when you're doing people taxes. It's a lot of paperwork. So that came with a lot of her receipts and stuff <clears throat> of people that own businesses that she was doing taxes for of doing their receipt management. Mm -hmm. So then when she came in to do their taxes, it was an easy flow for her. And so I have a huge respect for tax, like when it comes to taxes, because uh, I learned a lot over the last year and some change where, first of all, great bookkeeping so that I can properly audit, you know, do my tax returns. Mm -hmm. Because when we started doing real estate, um, we had to start keeping all our, our taxes for deductions. Uh, and I realized how disorganized we were. And so I think that's pretty big because we actually covered it. We actually covered taxes in one of our episodes. And I'll put the episode number at the bottom of the description of this episode. But okay. I have, I've learned that tax, when it comes to taxes, it also, it helps, it helps cultivate wealth. And it's yes. definitely something that people should just, I'm not saying you got to be an expert, at least have an idea of what the benefits are. And Definitely. one thing that I've learned, so you are a good solution to a lot of people optimizing their time. Yes. Because <laughs> I may be aware of the importance of bookkeeping and receipt management, organizing, but I may either may not have the time, nor am I good at it. Mm -hmm. so, so I'm going to focus on my strengths that makes me my bread. And I have you that is able to provide that service so that I can right. focus on the other thing. And so I don't think your service will ever go away because once you start getting to a particular thought process, you start figuring out how to optimize your time. And so I don't have the time and I, I don't have the time because I'm trying to focus on things that's going to take me to the next level. So how that's can right. I minimize where my energy is going? And this is the, this will be the third time saying this in a row, but I, I want people to hear this too because I said this. I got explained to this in episode one of season two. I talked about it in season two, uh, episode two, and now I'm gonna say it in this one because you uh, have just also kind of made it to where it is. Oh yeah, you pause for a second. Can you hear me? It says internet connection unstable. Can you hear me? I hear you now. Okay, good. Oh, so what I was uh, what I was saying is that uh, you you made it clear again. It, it's for somebody to be effective. It doesn't help when my energy is going towards trying to clean my house, trying to make sure the kids do homework, trying to do my nine to five, trying to do the side hustle, trying to organize my receipts, trying to man, you know, trying to manage my books. The, right. the the less things I focus on, the better I could be at those things. 
And I think what scares people or pushes people away is the fact that they have to dish out more money to do. Right. But it's still an investment. You have to look at yes. it as an investment, not a bill. And so right. obviously make sure you can afford it, but you can make ch- changes and sacrifices to make sure you can afford it as well. I think people would right. be surprised how much, how little uh, they can live off of in order to take care of their family and then still have money left over to invest or save to be able to do um, the things they need to do. Definitely. I agree. I agree. And I've, I've tried to make my prices um, reasonable because I am a single mother, you know, of two kids. So I know what it is to have that passion for something and you want to start your business and you just starting and you're trying to figure out, okay, well, I, I got this. I know exactly what I'm doing, but at the same time, like, um, well, I don't need this piece of paper. And then eventually you find out later, oh, I needed a piece of paper. Oh Lord. <laughs> exactly. So I, I try to really keep my prices um, reasonable to the point that it's, you know, understandable for the services that is being provided at the same time, because I am, I truly drive off of, you know, helping out small, small businesses, because I am a small business myself. So I really, truly try to drive off of helping other small businesses, like just that one small thing. And this is just me personally, that's that one small thing, that 10% that I may do for you, which it gives you, it gives you a little bit more energy to be able to give that other 90% if I'm taking away that 10% of your worries from you by giving you that piece. No, you're, no, you're exactly right. And um, I think when, when you start to shift your mindset to that, you're like, all right, bet. I will take the time and the money to search for this type of service so that I can uh, be better in what I really need to be in. Uh, because I, and I'm, I'm guilty of it. I like to, I want to do everything. Like I want to travel. I want to make a lot of money. I want to spend more time with my family. I want to go make LDO in the Navy and spend more, you know, I love, I love sea duty. I can't do all those things at once, especially, right. especially if I'm on sea duty. Uh, right. So, so with that, I have to compartmentalize and identify, okay, what is more important? You know, that's right. So obviously family, you know, my dreams, Navy kids, you know, trim it down a bit. Do you see yourself? Um, right. So you mentioned earlier about your kids and that you wanted to, have your kids inherit this company right so one thing that i learned is so i like real estate but my son and our kids may not end up liking real estate so one thing that i learned from a book that i read was figure out a way to where your company can be replicated down to each generation so identify okay got it um daughter you may not be good at managing books but can you market the business? Can you manage the people in it? You know, it may not be what She's your the one strengths that does were. The marketing. Mm-hmm. My daughter actually is the one that does the marketing. <laughs> that's 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 her job. Um, my son is the one that when I like I said reorganized a um, a garage and reorganized an office. That was him. He he's he's me, but in a in a man's body. The OCD kicks in. He's like, oh, this. Do you need this, ma'am? She's like, no. Okay, we throwing it away. So that's why. Also, I left 
the everyone assistant broad. So just in case a different direction they wanted to go with, far as being someone's assistant, they can go whichever way they would like to go. And see, you made it easy to replicate because it could fit yes. whatever they like. And so yes. I think that's where people not necessarily mess up because they were doing, they made a business with good intentions for themselves and for their family. But mm -hmm. I know uh, usually when the first generation builds wealth, um, the the gener the wealth is squandered away by the third generation. And so, that's true. so in order to kind of keep it there, you have to kind of figure out where your kids best fit in, in a puzzle. And I know mm -hmm. like a lot of parents, we want, we say like, well, we just want our kids to be, be who they are and, you know, stuff like that. But a lot of cultures, right. They fit their kids into what best fits the family. And then we'll, right. we will maneuver around what your personality and your strength and weaknesses are, but Hey, look, this is the family's mission. This is the family's goal. This mm -hmm. is, you know, this is how you're going to fit into it. Or you could, as you, on pretty much are you, as you are an intern, right? Cause you're my, you're my child. You will figure out how you want to best fit into the business. That's right. I agree. I definitely agree. And I mean, I try to, you know, they, they don't see it now. Um, but I, I try to tell them, you know, I, in my generation, you know, it was a matter of when you, when I was coming up, Hey, I don't have no money for you to go to college. So you gonna have to figure it out. Um, I'm trying to break that and have it set that, hey, if you if you go to college, you already have money set to the side for you to go. And I truly my and my culture, I truly believe a lot of times we don't we set our kids up for failure instead of setting them up for like prosperity. And my thing is, hey, if you don't have to leave at 18 years old. If you're not ready, I'm not gonna put you out there financially. You you see a lot of times in other cultures, you know, families stay together, they five or six families in one house, and then everybody helps out that one family and they move out. And then boom, you then you have a whole nother family that everybody starts pouring into. And then boom, another family moves out. So my thing is, I'm not going to push you out there until I know for sure you're financially, mentally, and physically ready. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm big on, I, Anthony's only eight years old. Uh, Tati's the 15 year old. So it's, we're getting to that point with the conversation, mm -hmm. but to me, I, I, my thing would be just to have a plan. You have to present a plan. That's right on you know because you're not gonna live with us till you're 30 you know there's a <laughs> there's a threshold but fully supportive on you making sure you are prepared to go That's out right. to the world and succeed um don't want you to well you probably won't even think you're ready when we think you're ready but we know you won't fall flat on your face and be on the street you know? That's right that's Cause, right because <laughs> the navy right makes you grow up a bit did you join when you had turned like you was 18 18 Yes, yeah. 18. And you, you're right. I mean, it, it it puts you at a several a certain level of maturity with when you join the military. It doesn't matter. It it really doesn't. It's a certain level of maturity that you gain instantly, to be honest, when you when you join and you step foot off of that bus or that plane and it's no one else there, you know no one there. Because what I have realized is I've even gained military family that I consider family just from, you know, the military. I've gained a whole nother set of family. So yes, it really teaches you a certain level um, of maturity. It really does. And so with everything compiled together, because clearly you, you're big on your family, your kids, 
and so am I, and you have a huge passion for what you do. What do you consider like your, your rich state of mind, your, your, your why for what you do and why you have so much passion? My why is to be honest, um, well, like I told you earlier, when I figured out what my purpose for um, in life and it was to help others. So my biggest thing was to help, how can I help? How can I take what I do as my skill to help someone? And a lot of people always say, well, I just want to help people. Da, 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 da. Like, you know, okay, but what is it that you want to help people with? Yeah. Hey, I want to help someone that is trying to figure out what their purpose in life is. I want to help someone that's trying to figure out, okay, what do I do next? All right, I know what my business is. I, I want, I've even helped people to say, you know, hey, you don't have to pay me or anything. This is the website that you can apply for your LLC. You pay this fee and here you go. You go and get your EIN. They're like, what is that simple? Yes, but guess what? People pay them a lot of times, uh, people other, a lot of a lot of money just to do that when they really don't have to. So I would say my rich state of mind is literally, I would love, I love to help people. I get, I really get the fulfillment in my life when I see, like for an example, when I get calls that says, I got the job. And I'm like, really? Thank you, Lord. I appreciate it. That really fulfills me because not only did they get the job, but guess what? That's something that they can provide better for their family. That's something that they can provide, you know, as a better career enhancement. It's like you're, you're moving up in life. You know, you pretty much taking it's progress and it's growth. I love to see people grow. I love to see that. Oh, yeah. And that's the genuine part of it. And I think people will feed off of that, you know? Like they, yes, you know, people be like, oh yeah, I want to see everybody succeed. And everybody's like, yeah, okay. But I think people know when you, you're being very genuine, they will feed off of that and they'll be drawn to you. And I think when people right. are drawn to you, that's what brings business and networking. Uh, because this is a, yes. this, this is a business that's driven by people, how they feel about you and obviously how efficient you are, which I'm pretty sure you, I have yes. no doubt that you're efficient at your job. Cause you said knock on wood, everybody's gotten hired, yes. right? <laughs> And so yes, where, yes. where can people, uh, where can people find you on, on, on social media and what is the name of your website as well? So people can find me on Instagram. It's M I'm going to use the alphabetic military alphabetic M as in Mike underscore S as in Sam underscore everyone underscore assistant. So again, it's Instagram M as in Mike underscore S as in Sam, underscore everyone, underscore assistant. That's on Instagram. I don't have a Facebook page and I do not have a face uh, website as well yet. However, I do have contact info. You can reach me at my phone number 757-292-8832. Um, again, my phone number is 757-292-8832. And then my contact information as far as my email is Ames, A-M-E-S, enterprises llc at gmail.com that's aims that's alpha mike echo sierra enterprises echo november tango echo romeo <laughs> alpha romeo india sierra echo sierra lima lima charlie at gmail.com that is my um email and I really strive for one of Benjamin Franklin quotes, beware of little expenses, a small leak will sink a great ship. That's something that I drive off. So you may think that 
this is something and a perfect service that you really don't need. But beware of little expenses because a small leak can sometimes sink a great ship. I thank you guys for having me on this episode and allowing me to speak on you guys' platform. I truly appreciate it. Thank you so much. Yeah, and, and thank you for saying that last quote. I like that. I'm not going to steal it, but I'll definitely make sure I uh, think about that. Um, <laughs> yes. Because you're definitely, you. you're definitely right. I'm thinking loose lips sink ships and <laughs> small leaks. Yes. I appreciate that. <laughs> and, 